0: 247365 certified Luke Curtis is a vibe and you are listening to the OVW podcast Welcome to the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling. My name is Jackie Nones. I'm the host here. I'm joined today, as always, by my co-host, Brian Hines. Good evening. How are you guys doing today? Before we introduce our guest, Brian, we're going to do this because he does not partake. And that is totally fine. We always like to start with a little drink. Cheers, Amico. But our very special guest today, Cal Hero, does not drink.
1: <laughs> how you all doing?
0: Great. How are you? Thanks for coming to see us.
1: absolutely wham-tastic, and I'm, I'm glad to be here.
0: Good deal. You, We're glad to have you. You just got in from Wisconsin?
1: I did. I was in uh, Wisconsin over the weekend for my dad's uh, annual Blizzard Brawl. Mm-hmm. So oh, like yeah. We number. heard.
0: We saw. GLCW, right? Yes. Repping the hat,
1: I see. Repping the yeah. hat. Um, how was that? It was, it was awesome, man. It was a great house. There was about well over 1,000 people there, and I got to wrestle my coach, Doug Basham, so I can't complain. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a good time. You're, uh, your dad's the promoter of GLCW. How long has he been doing that? So uh, this is his 26th year, and he didn't even realize it. Last year, all of a sudden, someone brought up, hey, you know, you've been doing this 25 years, and he was just blown away. So he's he's been in it for a while, and uh, before that, he actually used to have a sports store. Okay. And that's oh. kind of how he got in was, cool. you know, when Attitude Era was hot and NWO and DX and stuff, uh, he was bringing talent in, and then he was just hooked.
2: Yeah, it's just where it starts a lot of
0: times. So your dad's been promoting for 26 years. You are how old? I am 21 years old. So there has never been a time in your life.
1: I've grown up in the circus, right? (laughs) Never been
0: a time in your life where you haven't known wrestling. Yes. How early was it when you realized that it's something you wanted to do?
1: So um, when I was a kid, uh, I always wanted to be a wrestler. You know, I loved Batista, Randy Orton, John Cena, Jeff Hardy, like I always wanted to be them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you go through school and, you know, wrestling's fake. It's not cool. So, I, I took time away. I didn't really decide I wanted to do it until I was uh, 16. Okay. And I was I was like, "Dad, I got to pick a college soon. I don't know what I want to do for a job. You know, let's give this wrestling thing, sure. Let's just see how it goes." And let me tell you, man, I fell in love so quick.
0: So, you've been tra- you've been
1: wrestling for 5 years, started training at 16? Yes. Uh who, who did you train with? I trained with uh, Angel Armani in Milwaukee. Okay. So he helped train uh, Austin Aries, Juice Robinson. Okay. So quite a few names Good there. pedigree Silas there. Young. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, what's, a, uh, what's a story that sticks out from your early days in training?
1: Um, the building we trained at. Uh, of course, Wisconsin is known for its very cold weather. Yes. And the building we trained in did not have heat. Oh. so I remember those early mornings on Sundays where you know you had to wear two pairs of sweats and hoodie and a jacket just to train but um, man some of the cool stories were just the like there were so many guys I grew up watching and you know I saw them as these superstars and you know and obviously I saw them backstage where they were just you know themselves but uh, it, was, it was cool starting to watch their old film and really start to appreciate the work they did mm-hmm. and like being able to like pick their brains without even realizing I had all this time with them like now I can pick their brains and, and learn so that that's been the coolest thing especially when I first started so you got to OVW then at like 19 um yeah as soon as uh, I graduated high school I was 18 okay so literally I graduated high school walked across the stage on a I think it was a Monday or a Sunday and then Monday I left to go to OVW for the first time and if I'm
0: not mistaken your hometown newspaper did an article about that for you (laughs) they
1: did (laughs) yeah when uh when i first started it was my junior year when uh they they did this article on you know cedarburg high school student becoming pro wrestler i mean in cedarburg that's unheard of right small town yeah and how uh, many people are in cedarburg Eleven thousand. how
0: many people were in your graduating class gosh
1: maybe 150
0: okay so very small that's about the size of my town yeah so that's about twice small. the
2: size of my graduating class oh wow and i think at last check my hometown had like 1400 people
0: holy cow yeah, yeah small town
2: the smallest of the small
0: whenever you uh you go back or people the like first thing they say to you like you're still doing that wrestling thing you know,
1: it was funny actually. Uh, I was just home for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I went to go see some friends, and we bumped into you know just tons of kids from high school because they're all home. And uh, cool thing was is they all saw wrestlers on Netflix. Right Hell on. Hell yeah. So, like, coming like when I was first started in high school, it was like, oh, that's cool. You know, you're you're a wrestler now, and coming back home to like after everything that's happened the last four years of being here, um, dude, it was like. They knew everything that's been going on and it was like the coolest thing ever, because like you always want to make the hometown proud and sure. Yeah. Definitely yeah. felt that felt that love when I got back home.
0: Cal Hero Day one day in Cedarburg? Whenever is there gonna be a Cal Hero Day oh, one day in Cedarburg? I sure hope so. At yeah. least there better be. There will, I have a feeling one day there will be. <laughs> Dear man. Um so I wanted to kind of you there was a lot of stuff going on in that wrestlers uh, documentary. Um, One of the things about you in particular that I noticed is there's a couple of scenes. I think there's one with you, Joe Mack, and Al watching SummerSlam or some uh, WWE pay-per-view. And then in the scene where Al um, decides he's going to do the match at the big one and he starts training again, I noticed that when he was training, you were training with him. (laughs) I noticed that you guys are sitting and watching uh you know wwe together it seems in those two moments like you have a different relationship with
1: al maybe yes what yeah. is your relationship like so um like with my dad's sports store mm-hmm. al was one of the first guys to come in and okay. they grew a friendship where they are now best friends like my dad officiated him and jessica's wedding so oh, right on wow um I grew up with Al as, like, an uncle. Okay. You know? like So you've known
0: him way before OBW.
1: I've known him my entire life. And uh, so when I wanted to come down to Kentucky, you know, my dad, it's not like I'm going to a dorm and, yeah. you know, some college. Like, I'm, I'm going out to a whole other state, nothing I know, and Al said that he would let me live with him, him and Jessica, and, and their son Evan. Okay. So I lived with him for the first three years, man. Like, dude... I love them so much. Like, they are the greatest people on the planet. And when Al said that he was going to do that match, mm-hmm. I had just come back from shoulder surgery, and he was like, let's, let's train. Let's, let's get ready. Let's get healthy, and let's do this thing. So um, Al's that, always been my biggest motivator.
0: Was that intimidating, knowing that Al's kind of, he's wishy-washy about even training to do this match, mm-hmm. and then he asks you
1: to train with him? Yeah. Is
0: that intimidating?
1: Um, I feel like, in that sense, I didn't even think of it like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was more intimidating just working out with Al because he's such a beast. Yeah. But... Um,
0: as um, we saw in the documentary. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jesus we Christ. We sure did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Superhuman strength. And, like, he does the Iron Sheet clubs and all that. Yeah, yeah the Persian yeah. clubs. Whole different kind of strength. So, but... Yeah, I, I didn't feel uh as nervous as I was getting ready for the, you know, helping him train and that stuff. But it, it was... I felt like uh, I had a part, and like, he helped me right. get healthy. So like, it was kind of like a, both of us helping each other. Sure,
0: sure. You're the current Rush Division champion. I am, three-time. I, th- I was about the thank you, three-time <laughs> Rush Division champion. Um, that, this belt is kind of, you've come to define it over the last little bit.
1: Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say so, and, and thank you for saying that. No you problem. Know? Um, it's it's well-deserved. Uh, What's that like? It's cool because it's a it's a title that has such a unique purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Rush Division guys, man, like they freaking work so hard. Absolutely. And I think like for this this title is like our intercontinental. You right. Know? This is a title for the people who work hard. And uh, like I was blessed to have guys before like Luke Curtis mm-hmm. and Gustavo yeah. and Star Rider and Blanco Loco. To hold it, Isaiah, like all these guys, have helped make this title mean something so much more than just a championship. So uh, being able to have it, and especially three times now, like I'd say, like this is my favorite title in OVW. I I uh,
0: I can see why. Um, you do you travel everywhere with it? I he do. has it. He has it in studio I with us right now. Yeah, right that now. is a good looking belt, by the way.
1: Thank you. Yeah, uh, I take it everywhere I go. Um, like I was saying earlier, TSA is the only difficult time with it, but. Um, I make sure to bring it because I'm, I'm proud of it. Yeah. You know? as I, you I'm should proud be. Proud of OVW, and rightly and so. I think it should go with me wherever I go.
0: Well, that's just such a old kind of thing, yeah. you know, and something that I feel is a little bit bygone. And I, I like when you walked in with the belt. I was like, <laughs> that's why he's the fucking champion mm-hmm. because that because he believes in the belt because yeah. this thing matters to him. Uh, it's very obvious when you wrestle that it matters to you. Um, very obvious by you bringing it here obvious by you talking about how much it means to you that that you like it a lot and uh congratulations three-time rush division champion when you got told the first time you were going to win a championship what went through your mind
1: man i was uh super excited because it was my first ever singles title you know and Mm -hmm. i'd never won one and it's taken me three four years you know just to get to that point where i could win a title and earn it so uh when i found out man like you're not supposed to show the excitement, you know, like crazy and stuff, but sure. I just remember like just sitting there before the match, just going, holy cow, look, look where we've gone, you know, like this yeah. is cool. And my dad was there. He, he's he been there for every major pay-per-view uh, we've had. So it's also cool to share those moments with him. Absolutely. Without him, I'm, I'm not in the circus. So yeah. yeah.
0: What would you be doing?
1: Probably be going to school up in Milwaukee or, you know, over there, uh, some sort of business degree, not really, like, I genuinely had no idea what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. so that's why I went with wrestling, because I'm like, let's see, but um, I think I'd just, I'd be normal, living a normal life, Yeah, just going to school, getting good grades, and <laughs> trying to, um, yeah, I really don't know where I'd be.
0: Instead, you're the rest division champion.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Who did you win
0: the championship from?
1: I won it from uh, Luke Curtis and then Adam Revolver. Right.
0: You're still kind of um, involved with Adam Revolver. I
1: am.
2: Yeah, we were there at uh, Manchester when uh, you won that night, and we didn't expect that. And the pop when you won... Was through the roof yeah. And I'm I for one And I'm pretty sure I could speak for everybody else Here as part of the podcast team That we are all So proud of you And thrilled That we got to see you Win that belt From the human thumb Adam Revolver
1: Thank you <laughs> <laughs> He is the human thumb Isn't he
0: you, uh, you said this is your First singles championship Where where did you win A multi-person championship Was that in OVW
1: OVW as well I won it with uh, The OVW tag the team championship Dustin Jackson With Dustin Yes, yes. my boy
0: um, I, I really actually loved you guys as a pair. <laughs> you, Dude, you guys were so much, much fun. fun. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, it was really, you guys were quite the pair. Um, mm-hmm. kind of, uh, was, was sad whenever, you know, you guys had to part ways, but that's the nature of the wrestling. <laughs> that's you know, it. that's how it goes. Um, one thing I've noticed about you in the way that you're portrayed on OVW is like, you're really good at getting punished. <laughs> <laughs> You've been fireballed. Yep. Still currently fireballed. Still healing from that. Yep. yep. Hung. I've done that. Lost your career and had to work in the concession stand.
1: That wasn't fun.
0: What's wh- Any other ones stick out?
1: Uh, I took mace to the eyes. Mace to the that eyes? Cool Damn, one.
0: it's like a list of biblical <laughs> plagues or something. <laughs>
1: the dark clouds broke my shoulder. Okay. What else is there? I got uh beaten by the faction at the time. Bloodied. That was fun. Yeah, no, you're right. You've been through what, a what lot, a man. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow! You've been through a lot. Um, that
0: that uh, when you and Tony Gunn were going back and forth, that was that was kind of the, I liked you a lot because I could t- I, I liked your skill set. I could tell you were pretty smooth. You're a very athletic guy. Um, that storyline was took me to like this guy's my favorite guy now. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> like they would they would pan over and you would just be like playing in the popcorn machine. <laughs> like I was just like, this guy's my guy and then you get your career back and like it was just like fucking awesome. I loved it so much. Yeah. Um, when when you when you are asked to kind of do these things, do you have any apprehension, like, oh I have to get hung? <laughs>
1: like you know, I think that's the problem. I think that's why I keep doing this because I never say anything. Right? I'm always just like, all oh, right, sounds good with me. <laughs> you know? well, well, and
0: I mean, you you do have such a you have a quality mm. that um, it's very you're very easy to root for. So when you get put in these situations consistently, um, and it shows by the reaction you get at OVW Arena, you're, you're just super easy to root for. <laughs> Thank
1: you, man. So, Thank you. Yeah, yeah I just um, I've always thought, you know, like have a reason cheer for someone, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I've definitely been I've had quite a few things to give reasons, but uh yeah, I don't I don't mind it. I really don't. Where did the fanny pack come from? <laughs> so uh when I first started, I, you know, I'm 16 and no one's going to believe that some 16-year-old's going to come out to metal and be some sort of, you know, bad dude, you know. It's just not going to happen. And uh at the time, and I still do, I love Wham.
0: Okay. And nice.
1: So I love 80s music and I I love the whole 80s theme and I was like, you know what, let me, uh, how, how funny would it be if a 16-year-old came out to Wham's waking up before you go-go and, Oh, that'd be you know, perfect. Like, you know, yeah. It's different, and, and that's who I was, you know. And uh, so I came out, had the singlet, and I'm like, oh, I'd be more 80s. So I came out with a visor, and then I came out with a beaded shirt, and then I'm like, oh, look, fanny packs. And they started coming back, and I was wearing a fanny pack, and I used to treat my fanny pack like how Al t- treats head. And I'd talk to the fanny pack in the corner. Really? Oh, wow. And uh, I was doing a show up in Wisconsin, and this little kid comes up after the match to the merch table and goes, Hey, Mom, Dad, look, it's that fanny pack kid. And right there, I was like, well, there we go. There
2: you go. That's it. And
1: it, it just hooked after that, and I've been the fanny pack kid ever since.
2: So you said that you were, uh, you wanted to come out to, like, wake me up before you go, go by WAMP. Yes. Wham. What is the name of the song that you come out to now?
1: Uh, Make You Go Crazy. By um Audacity Complex. So they do like the, the control your narrative music, E C three stuff. And dude, like we tried to get it as close as we could and he added this guitar riff in there and I he nailed it. So Yes.
0: Yeah. Gets the people going yeah. in the OVW arena. Super easy. As soon as the, that drum line hits, you bust out everybody's everybody's going bananas in yeah. There. It
2: kind of reminds dope. me of like Smoking by Boston. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: God.
2: That, that's what I always yeah. hear in my head when you come out. It's like, yeah, here's oh, Cal, wow. and we're smoking because that's,
0: that's <laughs> the theme song that he's got. Uh, in December, well, we are currently in the month of December. This interview will air before Christmas Chaos. What do you have on the card, at Christmas Chaos? It Can is you say?
1: Adam Revolver and myself okay. in a. Uh, ambulance match. That's right. So hence right. all the beatings I've taken. I think it's time to pay them back. And Yes.
2: Yeah. We are very much looking forward to this and so watching with great interest.
0: Stipulation of the ambulance matches. First person in to close the door.
1: First one in to close the door. That ambulance is taken off and you are going straight to the hospital.
0: Perfect. We are very much looking forward to Me that. Me
1: too, because I am not getting in that ambulance. No, no. I, um, I've been I, on enough.
0: A very... Obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, the the less, the least worst thing that ever happened to you in OVW was losing your job. So like you've probably been to the hospital quite a few times. Quite a few times, imagine. oh sure. Um, what uh what do you have planned up next? What do you want to be? What do you want to do? You want to be in OVW? You want to be heavyweight champion? You want to travel more?
1: You know, I, I didn't realize this till uh when I won the Rush title, you know, for the third time. But um at twenty one years old. I have won the Tag Championships, the Nightmare Cup, and the Rush Division Champion. All that's left is the Kentucky title, the heavyweight title, and the national. I am halfway through to being a Grand Slam champion. And before I leave OVW, like, that's my goal. So if I could be, e- even if I could be, like, one of the youngest ever, that would be just because then it's in the history books, you know? Right, and yeah. OVW's like, dude, I love OVW. Yeah. Since I've came to OVW, it's done nothing but change my life for the better. It's given me way more opportunities than ever and uh, I don't mind being at OVW for now. You know, I enjoy it. It How? comes
2: through, it really does. I mean, Absolutely. you can feel your enthusiasm, whether it's on screen or live at Davis
0: Arena, you can tell that you love your job. Yeah. So you know, you'd, you mentioned you'd had this relationship with Al for a really long time, then you end up in OVW, and then since you've come to OVW, things have, the, the walls have completely changed. The doors have been blown off the place, right? <laughs> How happy are you for Al?
1: I am extremely happy because I remember when he first bought OVW and, uh, you know, he was trying to redo it. He was trying Mm -hmm. to fix whatever was broken and and make things better. And, uh, man, like we get to show up every week now and he gets to know that that building's going to be sold out on that Thursday night. And that's got to be the greatest feeling. I mean, you saw the show. Oh, yeah. Al in that one room, he legit, I'm not kidding, he talks to that locker. The locker that's in there, <laughs> and Gorilla, when he's mad at us, he's yelling at that locker, and he still yells at at it. But uh, I don't think it's as much, knowing that you know, yeah, we've got business going through the building right now.
0: How happy are you that you made the decision to enter professional wrestling, made the decision to come to OVW, and that OVW is where it is now? Um, and and you could say there's an argument to be made that you're a part of. The change of no VW.
1: Yeah, it, it, I, I hope so. I really do. Uh, best choice I ever made in my life was coming to Louisville. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, I would graduated on a stage six feet apart from all my friends, you know? Right. Like yeah. I, I didn't get to, you know, get my farewell goodbye with everybody. So um, there wasn't much for me left there. Everyone's going to school, going to college, and you know, I'm just going to be at home. So coming to Louisville, it was time to get to work. And I, I'd like to think that um. If if I had a part on you know people being there now and it, it business you know rising, mm-hmm. uh that that'd mean the world. But I, I'd like to say that I've grown with OVW, you know, like the last four years I've been there as OVW's grown up and become what it is. It's helped me grow up and become who I am. Right. So.
0: so then we'd be tied with you forever. Forever. And you I will, will always
1: bleed the uh the black and gold.
0: Absolutely. Um. So I wanted to ask this. This is just kind of this is a little off topic. Um, your last name is Hero. I'm 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 a UK fan. We had a young man named Tyler Hero <laughs> yes. who played for UK now plays in the NBA. You you guys' hometowns are 15 miles apart. Yes, they are. Are you guys related? We are. I, it's like a third cousin, but um nice. Yeah, we are related. What's gonna happen when you're like the you know heavyweight champion of the world and he wins an NBA title,
1: dude? family reunion. Yeah, it's that's gonna what I was going to awesome. say. He's going to be first cousin's that day.
0: Um, no, I I'd kind of I uh, I know I'm a UK fan. I know that a lot of our listeners are UK fans. I yes. try not to talk too much UK stuff cuz we try to local jokes make local money, you know. <laughs> but for me personally, I uh, I wanted to ask if you were related cuz I cuz I had to. Yeah. Cuz I no. had to.
1: I actually uh, I was a huge Heat fan. Back in like fifth grade, and my dad when they were I think that it was would be
0: like LeBron the, when yes. he was there. Yeah. That was when
1: they were playing the Thunder uh, in the, the finals. Yeah. And uh, I wanted I wanted a heat jersey, man, and my dad got me a hero heat jersey. And uh fifteen, well, years,
0: before 15 years before there was an official one. Tyler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for I I, I wanted to diverge a little bit there. Yeah. Um Christmas Chaos up next uh for you weekly television for you what's your social medias
1: social media is the cal hero on every platform um tiktok instagram facebook twitter you name it i'm all over
0: we really appreciate you stopping by today cal course, thank you thank, thank you so much thank man you so much